Broadcasting and streaming worldwide from the Golf Club Studios, it's the Golf Club Radio Show with Danielle Tucker. Hi, Danielle. It's Ben Crenshaw. Ben, it's golf, 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 and more golf, and great news on Maui, the 2022 Maui Open at the Dunes at Maui Lani is back on. It's been years, it seems, since the Maui Open's been held. And thank you to, of course, the Dunes, the Aloha Section PGA, and Maui Toyota for helping to sponsor this 36-hole stroke play, USGA, Aloha Section PGA, and the Dunes at Maui Lani Golf Course um, event. And this is really, really exciting. There are several flights, of course. There's the A flight for the guys who are, um, they're amateurs, you know, and they just want to get in there and play, kind of like at Mid-Pacific Country Club when the Mid-Pac Open is held. The Super Senior Flight, they're going to be playing from the White Tees as well. There's a Senior Flight, they play from the Green Tees. And then there's the Championship Flight. And they're playing off the Back Tees, the Black Tees, professional and amateur golfers with a June 2022 USGA-approved handicap index of 6.2 or lower. I wish. All right. And so because of all that activity on Maui at the Dunes, at Maui Lani, um, not much room to play if you wanted to go to Maui Nui because everybody's looking for a place to play. If you're on Maui, the gold course has a 920 emerald and 1120. And on the blue course, the Albion Soccer Club. Nope, they're not playing soccer. They're playing golf. And um, probably doing a fundraiser. Makaha East has a 1218, Bayview at 1048, Raw Hawaiian Country Club 908, Poipu Bay. There's the 2022 Poipu Bay Junior Classic that's being held. That's under the HSJGA. There is a 910 and a 1020. The juniors are playing in the afternoon. Makalei has an 850 and Volcano where it's 59 wonderful degrees. It's 78 in Honolulu, there's an 848 and a 926, and it's going to, oh, the trades are coming back. Aren't we happy? Trades 15 to 20, increasing to 15 to 25 by Tuesday. So mostly clear skies, uh, breezy, though, by Tuesday. And we can just look forward to that as we haven't had a drop of rain, it seems, except on the windward side. Yay, up central Oahu as well. Okay, I digress. Dean Wilson, love Dean, tied for 19th. He shot a 69 yesterday. He's playing in the Shaw Classic on the PGA Champions Tour. Yes. All right. We're going to go to the big event this weekend. It is the AIG Women's Open. It's being played at Muirfield in Scotland. And joining us will be the Windmare Global Golf Post after we thank the people who make this show possible. Streaming worldwide from sunny Hawaii, it's Danielle Tucker's The Golf Club Radio Show, brought to you by these fine sponsors. MD Restoration, water, flood walk, broken pipe cleanup, call 24-7, licensed contractors too. Rain or garage doors, steel, aluminum, and wood, ready to hang or custom-made sales and service. That's Rain or Doors. Aloha Power Equipment's new mega store is now open across from Costco Ibile. 
We put power at your fingertips. Aloha Power Equipment's Waipahu store and now in Ivilay. And now, here's Danielle Tucker. Let's bring in Louine Mayer, Global Golf Post, a senior writer. She's also author of several books, including 100 Years of Women's Golf, Carefree Golf, Woman Golfer, The Story of Scotland's Belle Robertson, and The Real Monty, Colin Montgomery's biography. Welcome into the clubhouse, Louine, over in Scotland at Muirfield. Oh, thank you. I, I mean, the weather here sounds very like Hawaii, except we don't have the blue sky and the sun at the moment. It's very cloudy and uh, inordinately windy. It's really thrashing against the grass and, well, against the rough rather, and it, it's um, thrashing against the media tent. So you, if you think I'm about to take off, I might well be. <laughs> Well, uh, get somebody to hold that tent down, for heaven's sakes. <laughs> so what is, the, what is the course like? Can you kind of set the stage? Muirfield, I mean, it's, it's a wonderfully, quote-unquote, ancient golf course, and never let women be members. Then, of course, took a thrashing in the media and from the public in general about, you know, what's up with this? Everybody, Augusta's letting women in. What's wrong with you people? So finally, they let us in. And now, for the first time ever, a women's tournament, and of course it would be a women's major, is being played there. So what's this golf course like? It is fantastic. And um, nobody has, not one of the girls has complained about it. It is just an amazing condition. Uh, they've done everything they could because, you know, they want to get back on the open rotor. In fact, they're back. And I can tell you now they're definitely, definitely back on the rotor because one of the members told me. So they'll be, you know, I don't know when they'll get their open, but it'll be very soon. But they're doing their absolute utmost to make this a success. And it's a huge success. It's just lovely. Now, are women allowed into that amazing clubhouse? Yes, they are. In fact, the girls were invited to a party on the Monday, and some of them went, which was good. It could have done with more going to show, because this is such a historic occasion. But what's interesting is that the Asian players in particular, who don't have these sort of um, very, very old clubhouses, have been longing to get inside and look at all the ancient trophies and... uh, you know, they just think it's fantastic. They love the place. Yeah, you know, it looks like a, a museum from the outside in a way because of its stone nature, you know, and, and a fortress of sorts. Uh, inside, I can only imagine, is it uh, wood paneling and uh, wood floors with large um, carpets that have been made hundreds of years ago? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's it's actually they, they've done it all up and they've done it. It's all you know. There's, there's still the lovely old lockers in the men's changing room, and they've given the, in the women's locker room, which is only small. The women aren't using it this week. It's for the women members and things. But they've copied the old old lockers. You know, they haven't gone and put up modern tin ones or anything. They're just beautiful. You know, they've been handmade, handcrafted wooden lockers, and they look lovely. It's and. Um, you walk around the place and there's pictures of the course over the different, um, well, over the different um, years. I mean, mm-hmm. going back to the early 18-somethings or others. And, it, you know, it just looks marvelous, everything, the way they've done it. And, um, 
you say you likened it to a fortress. Well, it needs to be like a fortress because it's got all these ancient cups in it. Uh, you know, very old trophies. There's a 250-year-old trophy or something in the, you know, in one of those cabins, the cabinets. And um, the girls come out of there grinning, the Asian girls, because they just can't <laughs> believe what they've just seen, which is lovely. That is wonderful. I would love to be there. And the, uh, my grandmother's home in Europe, she had Persian carpets everywhere. So I... <laughs> thinking you know it was on the on the wooden floors um who can visit Muirfield could could you know the likes of tourists come no I don't think at all could come and you could um if you turn let's say you turned up at these very handsome gates which must have cost a fortune and I'm talking about I would I should think those gates themselves are worth a million they're wrought iron wow they would want to speak to you and wonder why you were there <laughs> and what you wanted and um, you'd need a very good reason to get in I don't, I don't suppose you would you'd have to find you'd have to meet a friendly member and say would you mind taking you in and uh, if you were charming enough to him he would take you in and you might even get you could, might, he might even have lunch with you. I don't know, but that's how it would work. Right. Is there a spectator's village for the people? I mean, spectators are allowed on course, right? Oh, they're welcoming everybody. They're being really nice. And what's more, you know, the, the, you know all the people who are here, they come up against these, um, there are members doing all the voluntary work. And so you meet um, captains of industry and... Um, you know, sort of well-known judges just holding bits of string and opening them up for people to walk through, and they're all very charming. You, you, you feel you're like asking them if they've got adequate qualifications for the job. I'm sure it's not something they do every day. That is wonderful. They recruited everyone. <laughs> yes, they were, they became volunteers. That is absolutely spectacular. You just made my day. Um, so let's go to uh, to the play. And six over made the cut. So this course isn't being nice. No, it's, it's, it's taken a bit of use to it. And what a lot of the girls are saying is that initially they just were struggling to putt in all the wind. They just, you know, couldn't cope with all the different winds because, you know, at Muirfield, almost every hole has got a slightly different wind. But um, they're getting better and better all the time. This girl who's in the lead, Ashley Buha, is holding everything in sight. She takes forever to do it, but um, and she has one of these aim point um, versions of um, you know how you putt right, going right. on where she stands. You, you know, I mean, I'd, I mean, she just does a bit of everything. But my golly, it works. Oh, and she's just pulled everything. She's now thirteen under. I watched her out at the tenth, not you know, not too many minutes ago. And she um, holds from 18 yards there. Wow. Um, she's yes. not even in the top 17 on the, you know, world uh, ranking points. Uh, Jin Yong Ko, of course, remains at the top of the ranking points uh, with Minji Lee and Nellie Korda and Lydia Ko and Brooke Henderson, uh, Atia Titikol and Lexi Thompson. Um but speaking of, uh, you know, the person at the top of the leaderboard, Jin Young Ko, she did not make the cut. And that was rather shocking. Well, I don't know that it is shocking because it is, 
it's such a tough place for them to play, you know, to start with. And, you know, if they get off on the right foot, that's okay. But if they miss a few putts or get in a bunker, I mean, Laura Davis was telling me that she got in a bunker that, she, you know, it was just really bad luck. She did a great shot and it took a wrong kick and she ended up in this bunker and um, in a very bad place in the bunker and ended up taking a six or a seven and her second mm-hmm. hole. And it really, you know, it sort of really upset her. And I think it's very easy to get upset on this course, even if you are someone, you know, a Jin Young Co or whoever, right. you know, whoever you are, you can get upset by, it, you know, however, however serene you are usually. Yeah, you know, I've seen it happen over and over. You know, speaking of bunkers, I saw this really cool, uh, I think the LPGA uh, media on Twitter, they shared it. And it was a caddy who intervened, you know, said, whoa, whoa, you don't want to go straight out of this bunker. Are you going sideways out of this bunker? You got a better shot. And she was literally planting the right leg in the sand of the bunker and using her left leg kind of sideways out toward the wall of the bunker to brace herself so she could hit this. It was quite the and she she got out okay and i understand that you know from what she 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 saved herself instead of getting a six or a seven i think she had a a four you you, you know one over so bogeyed instead of uh double or triple bogeying that shot so that those bunkers really are intimidating oh they're they're, they're really frightening you know it's so difficult for them but, you know, they've all got into a rhythm today or, they, you know, more you're watching the leaders and they're, they're looking so much more confident. They look more confident by the minute. They really do. Yeah, yeah. And uh, who am I just watching? Inby Park has been, oh, yes. she's dropped a couple of shots. She's gone back to seven under now, but she's still in the picture. She's amazing, isn't she? Yes, yeah, she really is. She was she always was a great putter. And there you are. She's just told another six footer. So I wonder if that was a birdie for her. Well, I, I hope, hope so. She's a lovely person. Yes, she yeah. is. And when she was talking about retiring, was like, no, no, don't do that. Stay with us. So <laughs> Ashley Buhai is 13 under on 12. Uh, Madeline Sagstrom is 9 under on 11 with Inji Chan. Also, um, Hinako Shibuno is 8 under on 14. Inbi Park is 7 under on 12. Uh, he Ju, uh, Jin Choi is um, five under, and it, the list goes on. Atia Titikul, I thought, was doing, and Brooke Henderson is there too. So uh, they've finished already. We've got are all the players on the course. When I was early this morning, it seemed like they were teeing off forever. Yes, I mean, uh, yes, um, they, they, I, I mean, it seemed like that every day. That there's so many of these players and. A lot of them are sort of very alike and um, in terms of what they wear and you have to identify them all. And then suddenly you have to identify them all again because they've all put on jackets or something else, you know, to keep warm. I mean, here's Ashley and she looks as though she's in a sweater, um, a gilet and something else at the moment. I mean, you know, it's quite cold now. It really is because the sun's not really here at the moment and it, it's you know, a choppy sea out there. I'll just tell you what she's going to do with her drive at the moment. She's, let's see. Yes, she's pleased with that one. I mean, it's, her putting is amazing. But I was speaking to Colin Montgomery the other day at um, the Senior Open, 
And he, he's now a keen fan of women's golf, and he's been watching a lot of it because he's now got a caddy who used to be with um, one of the girls. I think he's caddied for several of the girls on the LPGA Tour. And he's now working with Monty, and he's been telling Monty all about these girls. And, and Monty now watches them all the time, and he says he cannot believe how much they've come on on the greens in the last few years. He says, you know, when he used to watch them years ago or a little bit of them, he thought they couldn't pass at all. Now he just can't believe how extraordinary they are. Absolutely extraordinary. Yeah. And, um, you know, oh, this poor girl, Sagstrom's just hit a long putt. On, she's now on the 12th hole, and she hit it from way off the fairway. I don't know whether she was afraid of shanking her pitch or whatever, but she's hit it from miles off the green, and she's left it come almost rolling back to her feet. Well, not quite, oh. but it's a long way back. Oh. It was a risky shot to take. You know, it was putting through the rough. Yes. And it's now come right back. So, you know, they're thinking of how they can manage these difficult greens and approach shots they've got all the time. It's requiring a lot of thinking, and you know, which Muirfield always has done, I suppose. I, 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 I don't want to um, miss talking to you about Georgia Hall playing uh, with Rory McIlroy, Tiger Woods, and Lee Trevino. Great, a great story you wrote. On Global Golf Post, um, the playing with fame trio, one of the experiences of my life from Georgia Hall. Um, but Colin Montgomery, uh, you wrote his biography. Does he have any thoughts on uh, the live situation? Well, all he says is that, um, you know, he, he hears all the rumors until everything's backed. He doesn't want to speak about it, which is just what. Yeah, but uh, interestingly, I spoke to a lot of the seniors during the senior week, and um, I was speaking to Gary Wilson, who was a top amateur in the world, and he said that half the you know the seniors all purport to be in favour of t- the traditional way, but he'd gone round asking them, and he said ninety five percent of them, if they'd been offered live money, they'd have taken it happily. So that was an interesting thing to hear. They would take it and happily. Michael, that they would take the money, yes, quite happily. And um, also Michael Campbell said the same. Hmm. He said nine out of ten of the people he'd spoken to would take it. But you see, they're, they're still, they're at the moment, they're probably some of them are still torn between saying the right thing and what they really think. Yeah, but yeah. The girls, if, you, know, if you, you know, if the girls, if they get offered less money, I don't think they'll be worrying about the traditions over much. Because, you know, a lot of them don't have... Um, an incredible amount of money. You know, they're going to welcome getting extra money and, and, you know, they've waited a long time for it. And as they're already playing the Aramco series, which is funded by the Saudis, they're not going to find it too difficult to go one step further. You know, I I totally understand the Aramco series is a sponsorship, not an ownership. And that's where I, I kind of, you know, it's one thing to sponsor and provide money for the purse it's another thing to like you're you're being owned by you become an employee of, uh, and, and then you don't really have they're not really independent contractors to begin with because you you sign an agreement and you have to follow certain rules. If you're an independent contractor, you can say I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to go this other place, you know. And uh, Dustin Johnson simply resigned from the tour. I thought that was the classiest thing he's done. He just said, you know, I don't I don't want to fight you. Um, 
I just don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to go to do this. Um, yes, so it's, yes. it's interesting. But on a, on a happier note, let's close <laughs> with um, the Georgia Hall playing with Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, and Lee Trevino. There's a comedian in the midst and uh, a couple of, you know, guys who love to pull tricks on each other or on others. And then there's Georgia Hall. She must have had a wonderful time. She had a wonderful time. And um, she said she looked at them on the tee, um, especially Tiger and Rory, and she felt that they didn't look real. You know, that they looked like cardboard cutout pictures. And she said, I just wanted to touch them. <laughs> then she shook Tiger by the hand, and he was real, and so was Rory real. But And um, the funny thing about Trevino was that he, you know, it was only over the four holes, but he never stopped chattering from the beginning to the end. And luckily for Georgia, who had wanted to discuss um, various things with um, Rory, Tiger listened to Trevino all the way. And um, I don't think Tiger got many, much, many words in at all because it was all Trevino. But I think he was Tiger, the modern Tiger, found it all quite funny. <laughs> Yes. Well, Lee Trevino is a character. I mean, when we had the Skins game over here, um, he, charming, charming man and just funny as all get out. And he can keep going on and on and on, you know, and he really captivates you so that you don't even feel like you need to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you don't. And what's more, he doesn't want you to say anything. I had this, I wanted to speak to him about something he didn't want to speak about. I can't remember what it was. And so how he deals with it is just to speak about something himself. And so you never get to ask a question at all. He just went chuntering on and on and on until my deadline was practically upon me. And so I had to run and leave him. <laughs> so, that's yeah. how that works. Yes, exactly. Yes, he, he's uh, mastered the art of diversion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lewin Mayer, Global Golf Post, uh, wonderful senior writer for Global Golf Post. You have to go to Global Golf Post and you can get the free version that has, of course, all the ads that pay for all the work that uh, Lewin and so many other people do for Global Golf Post. Or you can subscribe to the ad-free version and, and get these wonderful articles um, that Louine has shared. She's an author, too. She has written uh, one story, Woman Golfer, the story of Scotland's Belle Robertson. We'll have to talk about that one day, uh, Louine. And The Real Monty, Colin Montgomery's biography. Thank you for being on the show. Well, thank you. If you um, buy Global or you don't need to buy it, get Global Golf Post on Monday and you'll read about um, Nellie Corder and, in, and um, Minji Lee both being terrified of spiders. <gasps> oh, okay. I hadn't thought of Scotland and spiders in one sentence. <laughs> okay, we'll talk soon, all right? Okay, bye. Aloha. We're going to come back. Bob Herrig, senior golf writer, Sports Illustrated's Morning Read after this. My name is Danielle Tucker. This is The Golf Club. Stay tuned. We'll be hitting the greens with Danielle Tucker when we return to The Golf Club. Aloha Power Equipment has moved from Sand Island to Edie Lay. 
their new superstore is open at 500 Alacava, located across from Home Depot's Evile parking structure. Honda, Maruyama, Shindaiwa, Echo, Milwaukee, Steel, riding mowers, robotic mowers, chainsaws, weed whackers, generators, blowers, they've got it all. Waipahu and now Evile. We put power at your fingertips. Aloha Power Equipment. PGA Junior League is a fun team golf experience for kids that the entire family can enjoy. Boys and girls learn the game from PJ and LPGA professionals and have a great time with friends. Find your team and get ready for a fun and exciting PGA Junior League season. I want to see you out playing in your jersey and having fun. Visit PGAJuniorLeague.com. What's the best way to tune up your golf game? The Golf Zone Golf Simulator. Every day, anytime. Recreational play with friends or fine-tuning your game. Now available in Hawaii for hotels, resorts, indoor golf lounges, or even your home. Over 200 golf courses from St. Andrews to Pebble Beach. Full rounds, irons, short game, putting. The Golf Zone Golf Simulator has been rated Golf Digest Editor's Choice five years running. Call Dan Garvin at 808-635-3989 or email Dan at IndoorBirdieHawaii at gmail.com. Golf Zone, the world's best-selling simulators. Wow, what a beautiful day. Let's go back in the clubhouse and listen to Danielle Tucker. Bob Herrig, senior golf writer, Sports Illustrated, author of Tiger and Phil, golf's most fascinating rivalry. He's with us in the clubhouse, and he attended Indiana University on an Evans scholarship. Welcome in, Bob. Hey, good morning. How are you today? Good. Really good. Uh, a couple good. things before we dig into the meat of things. There's so much news, it drives me crazy. Uh, what's an Evans scholarship, and, and can you know kids still possibly apply for something like that? Yeah, absolutely. It's, the program has grown quite a bit since I was part of it um, many years ago. I mean, they've expanded now. It used to be just mostly in the Midwest. I grew up in Chicago suburb and caddied at a at a suburban golf club. I went to Indiana, as you said. It was mostly centered at in, at um, Midwest universities. They, it's a great program. It's now kind of expanded to the east. There's some West Coast places, but every place has a house, and that's it's um, you you live in a chapter house with other caddies, and uh, yeah, it's a great program. I mean, it's a four year tuition free scholarship based on you know, you having been a caddy and obviously showing some, uh, you know, academic acumen and some financial need as well. Uh, and anybody can apply anywhere. I mean, you, you don't have to live in a state where there's an Evans Scholar House or an Evans Scholar Chapter. They'll sometimes they'll they'll provide you the funds at your state school or they'll ship you off to a, a place maybe where they have a house if you're willing to do it. But um yeah, I, I fully encourage anybody to check into it. It's a great program and, uh, you know, probably has a lot to do with where I am today. I mean, I, you, you did a lot of friendships. Obviously, I got into golf, um, you know, as a career. Uh, and, uh, you know, I started caddying when I was probably 12 or 13 years old. That's how I got exposed to the game. Wow. Um, 
Now, you've been, how long have you been in this, this game of uh, writing about the game of golf? Yeah, I got 25 plus years. Wow. Probably something okay. like that. I mean, I, I did other things, but uh, sort of always had my hand in golf. And um, um, especially here the last 20, uh, you know, it's pretty much just been all golf. And um, as you know, things seem <laughs> to change quite a bit here yes. uh, of late. Topsy-turvy. Um, so your book, Tiger and Phil, golf's most fascinating rivalry is about their, their squabbles, their duels. Uh, that softening that we saw toward each other um, for a while. I don't know if that's still the case now. <laughs> um, their excellence, their disappointments. But, uh, you know, whenever I hear Phil Mickelson, I think about your book. And now... Phil Mickelson, we've just learned, has actually been suspended from the PGA Tour for two years. Were, did you yeah. know? Were you surprised? I wasn't surprised, but I, you know, disappointed that they didn't tell us that. But that's the way they—that's the way they do things. Um, yeah, and to your point, I, I don't think the relationship between Tiger and Phil is real strong at the moment. I mean, they're clearly on other sides of this issue. Um, Tiger was pretty clear at the Open a few weeks ago how he felt about the whole Live Golf enterprise. And while he never named Phil, you know, he never said anything, he never used his name, um, you know, he's, it's, it's clear that he's not happy with these guys who are doing this. Right. And, right. Uh, uh, you know, so, so clearly if there's a paperback, I need to write an addendum or a couple more chapters or because, because you know, their rivalry goes on, frankly. Right. You know, they, another book. They, 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 you know, they are two of the still the most prominent names in the game, you know, and Phil has taken this turn down this very controversial road um, that, um, you know, I, I kind of sensed months ago, eight, nine months ago, when this was all starting to form, that this was going to be disruptive. Um, and even when, when there was the blowback in February and Phil walked away and it seemed to quiet down, you know, they, they came back a, a month later, basically lived it with eight tournaments scheduled this year. And I remember there was a lot of ridicule about, well, who's even going to play in it? They, they won't get anybody to play. And, and Liv even said, if we don't fill the 48 man field, we will still pay out the $25 million purse. Well, all of that, all of that turned out to be, you know, kind of, you know, it's kind of funny look at, look back at because they had guys crawling to get in. You know, I mean, they still do. I mean, there's there's going to be some people that get shut out because more names will join. And and now, you know, we learned that Phil was suspended as part of this lawsuit uh, that was filed last week. Phil's one of 11 guys who's suing the tour over their suspensions, over their indefinite suspensions. And three of those guys are seeking a temporary injunction that will allow them to play in the first FedEx playoff event this coming week in Memphis. Boy, so they, it's, it's a mess. It's yeah, a mess. It, it really is. I, I, you know, a lot of the guys on the PGA Tour are saying, hey, you chose that side. You chose to go grab the money and play that schedule. So all of a sudden you want to come back over here? What? You, that can't be a pleasant situation. Well, listen, that's a fair um, complaint. That is a fair argument that those guys are making because – some of these guys did say they wanted to go over there, and I think there was the feeling you, you're, you're either in or you're out. But I will say, 
there are some of the guys who left and said, I have nothing but high regard for the PGA Tour. This is not about the PGA Tour. I, I love the PGA Tour. I was fine with it. They did a lot for me. This is just an opportunity I couldn't pass up. And frankly, that needed to be all of their talking points because they have hurt themselves by saying things like, um, oh, you know, this, this means I can play less. <laughs> or this means I can spend more time with my family. Because right. then it looks bad when they want to go back on the PJ Tour. But in, in all honesty, the three guys who are, doing, who are trying to get in, Taylor Gooch, uh, Hudson, Swafford, and uh, Matt, Matt Jones, Jones yeah. they, I don't believe they said that. I don't believe they were quoted saying that they, they were running away from the PJ tour because they didn't like it. And even Phil, I mean, I talked to Phil, you know, the first one to do so when he, when he announced he was going to live and right before he went to the first event in London, I asked him specifically about the tour and his membership. And he said, I don't want to leave the PJ tour because, you know, some guys had resigned their membership, Sergio, Kevin, Nod, Graham McDowell, I believe Reed has, so is Dustin Johnson. So those guys aren't trying to get back. They basically said, look, we'll move on. We'll, we're not tour members anymore. Phil said, look, I worked really hard to be a lifetime member, which requires 20 wins in 15 years. Phil has 45 wins in 30 years. And one of the stipulations for being a lifetime member is you don't have to play 15 events. So I actually think Phil has a point. Um, in, in all of this, I, the other guys, it's a little bit more difficult. I mean, are you going to be able to play 14 live events and 15 tour events? Well, that's the way the rules are set up now. You know, you're not going to be eligible for the FedEx cup if you don't, if you don't uh, meet the membership requirements. So, but in Phil's case, you know, in theory, he could have played the live events and picked off a few PGA tour events, maybe Torrey Pines, maybe Phoenix where he likes to play, yeah. you know, Pebble beach, um, and, 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 you know, in his mind, he wanted, he wanted to try to get along. Um, obviously this has become contentious now. And in essence, these guys are suing their peers because yeah. when you're suing the PJ tour, you're suing the players because they're a member organization and the tour is going to have to spend a lot of money to fight this. And, you know, this isn't expected the, the, the injunction is expected to be ruled on by Tuesday, but the other stuff, you know, this can drag out. You know, if you if you go way, way back to Casey Martin when he sued for the right to ride a golf cart. Sure. Yes. Um, that that happened around the 1997, 98 time frame mm -hmm. where he was first trying to get a cart. And he did get a, uh, an injunction and he was allowed to ride a cart until it got ruled on. And it went all the way to, to the Supreme Court in 2001. So that took years. You know, and, and I'm guessing we're looking at that with this, too. I don't think these things get, you know, put right on the docket tomorrow and it's decided right away. So um, it, it promises to be hanging out there unless unless they come up with a way to 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 make an agreement, which, you know, there's so much venom right now. It's hard to see that happening. I mean, maybe over time, cooler heads will prevail and they can figure out a way to get together. I sort of outlined a plan they could use maybe they'll maybe they'll go by my model i'm sure i've left out things i didn't think of but you know there is a way for it to work um i'm just not sure either side is really willing to go down the path to make it work they all signed agreements when they joined the pga tour that had stipulations what they could and could not do 
And True. then they're signing agreements with Live Golf about what they can and cannot do. So to me, when you sign an agreement and then you just flagrantly say, I'm going to do whatever I want to do, and then you want to go back over, it's, it's, I don't know, it's like cake and eat it two time, you know, it's, but let me ask yep. you something before, you know, we've, before we get any further into the lawsuit and other things, um, what is the Saudi government getting out of all this? What is it, what's in it for them? It's a great point. I mean, um, you hear the term sports washing. Um, I don't necessarily think it's helping their image now Mm-mm. because because all it's done is in in the short term here, as this has gained steam, you know, pretty much every story I write, I include that it's backed by the Saudi government, the, the PIF, the public investment fund. And I note that Saudi Arabia has a lot of human rights issues that, that make this controversial. And, you know, if you want to delve into them, they're, they're numerous. Yeah. Now, they will claim that they're trying to change and that they're trying to get more progressive, you know, and that they're allowing women to drive finally and that they're, <laughs> you know, that they're, 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 they're trying to modernize. And one of the ways you try to modernize is to show the rest of the world that you have things that are worth investing in. And golf is, is I guess, what they is one of those areas, you know. Like, I think they would like to have Golf, you know, Saudi become a destination for golf, you know, a place where you might vacation, a place where, look, a lot of American companies do business in Saudi, and that's the other side of this. And they probably are looking for more investors, you know, and that, that, that having a successful entity like this, you know, they have horse racing, they have a tennis tournament. Um, the, they, the PIF is like an 80% owner of Newcastle United in the Premier League. Um, you know, that was very controversial there in, in the UK when that happened. Now it's kind of died down. I mean, so you wonder if, like, in a year's time or 18 months' time, does the, does the moral outrage, which is certainly legitimate, does that, does that die down? Do, does it become more accepted? My guess is, is that is what they figure. They've got the resources to make it last and, and to outlast, so outlast all that. And especially if they were to come to some sort of agreement with the tour where the, you know, where the PGA Tour, you know, actually – has some sort of a deal with them, then it becomes even more so. You know, they were very close to making a deal with the European Tour. You know, and, and the European Tour sanctioned a couple of events in Saudi, uh, the Saudi International. So that's where, like, I, I try to be Switzerland in this whole thing mm-hmm. and try to be right down the middle and, and play both sides and explain both sides. I'd like to think I could, I could argue in favor of each side and, and win it. And, and you wouldn't necessarily know where I stood personally, but you know when you when you take the live side, you know there were there are things on the PJ Tour ledger and the European Tour ledger that might not look so good if you're criticizing live. If you're the PJ Tour, and to your point, when you become a member, you sign on to, to follow their rules. Their rules are to be a full member. You have to play 15 events, and if you want to play outside of the country, you need to get a release. You need, in essence, permission, and they usually give you three. They've never given releases for domestic events. So when these guys went to play in Portland and when they went to play in New Jersey, mm-hmm. that was clearly in violation of the, of the tour's rules. They, they've never allowed that. Now, Norman and the, and the live people will say, 
that's a restraint of trade. Even though they have a rule that says you have to play 15 events, why can't you play outside of that? They're independent contractors. You know, on the other hand, again, I can keep going back and forth. Uh-huh. If you're an ind- how, how many independent contractors you know get benefits? Of oh, you mean kind? like a pension like, plan? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and health care. I mean, see, most people who are independent contractors get none of that. No, they pay taxes yes. on their own. Right. You know, they have to pay for their own health care. They, they have to fund their own retirement. You know, the tour provides all that. So it does, it does make for a gray area when you, when you talk about independent contractors. They're not employees, but, man, they get a lot of employee benefits. <laughs> yes. And that's why, you know, that's why the lawyers are going to figure this all out. It's really it's it's just not that cut and dried. You know, you could talk to lawyers on either side of this and they would think that they're in the right. And who knows? Well, it's, um, yeah. And as you said, it's it's just muddied the waters and it's it's made it strange. And I, I don't know. I, it, it, I, you know, I never thought that um, we are taken all that seriously by let's say the people in, you know, in Saudi Arabia, that's just, you know, and uh, that we are just money grubbers, that we don't have many morals that will do just about mm-hmm. anything to get a buck. Yeah, and, and so they throw all this cash out and say, here, you know, here, and who's going to say no? Let's, you know, it's, it's very strange. The whole thing is is very strange. Um, let's um, let's just go with live right now is playing their hand, and they're going to increase from the eight events to the fourteen events next year. Right? They're changing their name as well. Yeah, I mean, their plan all along was to be called the Live Golf League, and you know they wanted to. Their intention was to play 14 events this year. That got that got uh, waylaid due to all the angst back in February when a bunch of guys went back uh, and and you know basically pledged their their allegiance to the PGA Tour. And Phil went into hiding for a couple of months. Right. And 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 a lot of people thought it was over. You know they they thought it was dead. And what happened was is the live people regrouped and they came back with eight tournaments this year. And they just wanted to get off the ground, and it was pretty smart of them, because they they said, "Look, we're not, we're going to have a we're going to have a team thing, but we're not going to have set teams every week, and we're just going to have inv- invitationals, and it won't be the same forty eight players every week." But they wanted to show everybody that they could do it, and then when guys start winning four million dollars for winning, you know, it gets your attention, and that's what they've they've played that beautifully, and they've managed to get a bunch of guys to come over. I mean, Dustin Johnson and Bryson DeChambeau had both said they were staying with the PJ Tour, and then they then they changed their minds, mm-hmm. you know. And 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 they've got a bunch of major winners. Granted, they've got a bunch of older players. I think they have 14, 16 players in their forties, forty, and still fifty-two. You know, they need younger players, and this is where I think they need a deal, some sort of a deal with the PJ Tour, you know. And and I think if they would lower their number of events, um, and the tour saw some value in letting them have their players for say 10 events. Right. The, the tour, the tour could make out too, because the tour could extract fees from them, whether it's TV rights, whether it's, um, you know, look, they could say to them, Hey, we're, we're not going to do this unless you subsidize the, 
purse of the opposite event by five million dollars. Yeah. So let's say, I mean, let's say, so let you know. Obviously, one of their events was against um, just last week against the Rocket Mortgage. So let's say they were playing against the Rocket Mortgage. Okay, Live Golf give the Rocket Mortgage five million dollars, and they increase their purse from eight million to thirteen million. <laughs> Now every it's now everybody who's, who's not playing in the live event at least gets to play for a lot more money, you know, and 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 they they can certainly afford it, you know. So like if they played ten events instead of fourteen and they gave fifty million to subsidized purses, that would be maybe a starting point for a discussion, you, you know, know. And then live because they could maybe get more players because the tour is on board. Now the t- now live can sell a TV rights deal. And perhaps the tour gets a, gets a cut of it, a big cut of it, you know. So maybe maybe it could work out. The problem is is that, you know, I I just think the tour at this point wants it to go away, <laughs> and is doing everything it can to to kill it. And and maybe that will succeed. But what if it doesn't? If it doesn't succeed, you're going to have this slow trickle of players keep going over there, and some good ones. And and then we're going to be as as in in the golf world. We're not going to be able to see like, like uh, Roy McIlroy play against Bryson DeChambeau or Dustin Johnson, except in the majors. And do, do we want that? Does the game want that? And even the majors are pushing back. Maybe they won't let these guys play. Right, right. So, you know, yeah. it's, uh, like I said, it's a mess. <laughs> well, um, Bob Herrig certainly knows of what he speaks. He's actually gone to observe all the different uh, events and uh, took stock, uh, looking around, not to, um, you know, with a critical eye, but found that there were some very positive things, some things that could be improved. And I certainly appreciate your time. Bob Herrig, Senior Golf Writer, Sports Illustrated. You, you know, I, I, I guess I should schedule you for like 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your time so much, Bob, and I look forward to talking no with you again. Yeah, have a great day. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Aloha. My pleasure. Gavin Deere, Chief Commercial Officer, Shot Scope Technologies, champion golfer, five worldwide wins, played on the 2009 Walker Cup at Marion Golf Club. Played on the winning 2008 Eisenhower World Team Championship. He's with us next. My name is Danielle Tucker. This is the Golf Club. Stay tuned. We'll be hitting the greens with Danielle Tucker when we return to the Golf Club. You want a new home, but what do you need first? Call Cross Country Mortgage. Great customer service. They're your personal mortgage lender. Getting pre-approved is the key to being prepared to get the home you want. Cross Country offers a wide range of loans. Our Hawaii-savvy real estate lenders help your loan go smoothly. Call Derek at 808-445-4038. Experience mortgage made easy. Cross Country Mortgage, 808-445-4038. Got a disaster in your business, high-rise, or home? Call MD Restoration, 24-7 Emergency and Disaster Restoration Service. We are totally, totally COVID compliant. Compliant. Floods, dirty water cleanup, fire damage repair, mold remediation, smoke damage, asbestos abatement, carpet and upholstery cleaning. Call 528-3434. We're also a licensed general contractor, insurance company experts. Need help now? MD Restoration takes the stress out of your disaster. Get MD cleaned now. Now. 
now. Call 528-3434. So, how have your investments done lately? Well, my house has certainly appreciated a lot in the last few years. How do you invest in that? I put a new Rainer garage door on last year, made it beautiful, and I know I'll get my money when I sell my home. According to all reports, garage doors rank as one of the best improvements for both selling your home faster and getting back your entire investment. What about cost today? Rainer doors have never been a better investment. My door is quieter, stronger, safer, and it transformed the look of my house. Better yet, I added value to my home at the same time and with inflation the way it is. I know everything will be a lot more expensive next year. So now was the perfect time to buy a Rainer door. Call Rainer now for your stunning new door. Visit hawaiidoor.com or call 808-732-8860. That's hawaiidoor.com. 808-732-8860. You can buy new equipment and practice your swing, but peace of mind is the best way to improve your game. Our mission at SIPAC is to safeguard organizations from cyber attacks and business disruption. We are an elite group of cybersecurity specialists providing the deepest level of cyber protection anywhere in Hawaii. As local residents with businesses and families, we are fully invested in protecting Hawaii's livelihoods and assets. With the serenity that comes from having SIPAC watching your network and infrastructure, you can completely focus on your next swing. Call 808-861-9595 or on the web at SIPAC.com. That's C-Y-P-A-C Ah, here's the local rule sign. Keep it in the fairway. It speeds up play. Now back to Danielle Tucker. Gavin Deere, Chief Commercial Officer, Shot Scope Technologies, champion golfer, five worldwide wins. He played on the 2009 Walker Cup, Marion Golf Club, beautiful course, played on the winning 2008 Eisenhower World Team Championship and the 2009 European Team Championship with Scotland. He lives in Scotland with his wife and daughter. Welcome into the clubhouse, Gavin. Hey, hey, Danielle. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Now, um, before the Open was played at St. Andrews, you folks at Shot Golf, uh, excuse me, at Shot Scope, unveiled um, how the player performance, it was the player performance report on St. Andrews in advance of the 150th opening. So um, how would amateurs play is it was the other question right how do amateur golfers perform on that historic old course if we could go play st andrews we'd want to know this yeah exactly so i mean effectively shot scope is performance tracking for amateur golfers and we compiled all of our shots that we've captured in the old course and we started to dig into the data um and, you know, we had over half a million shots to look at and you start to pull out trends, right? So what's important? Well, golfers hit a lot of fairways. The greens are, re- the fairways are really wide. They hit a lot of greens, but they have a huge number of three putts on average. So we start to try and, you know, the old course is a bucket list course, right? right. You know, slightly different. I live an hour away from the course, but for most, especially everybody listening, um, it's a bucket list course, and we thought by putting the data forward, 
you know, if somebody's off there to play, then maybe we can help them shave a, a couple of shots off and, you know, obviously they're going to enjoy the experience, but really enjoy the experience and play some good golf. Exactly. So how does it work? I mean, you put all this information into your shot scope um, and then people can go in and observe. I, I just don't know how it physically works. So, so shot scope, effectively, if you're using one of our products, so there's a watch and a handheld, we allow you to capture your game. And then for likes of St. Andrews, we actually have some tools in the system on the app where you can go and look in how to get the best um, strategy for that golf course using other people's data. And so, for instance, with St. Andrews, we actually produced a 30-page ebook which any of your listeners can download from our website. Um, and, and it runs through a number of the different holes that we found were important, like 17. Obviously, 17 is a really famous hole. And it's very obvious it's the hardest hole in the golf course. Right. So what we were able to do was sort of put some ideas for a golfer who's maybe playing there the first time of how they could how they could make a par, <laughs> potentially. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> so, okay, so you know my game because I've been using uh, ShotScope, right? So you, you get to yep. know my game, and then you can tell me, okay, on 17, you should pull this club, this club, and, and you kind of take us through the whole shot by shot and club by club? Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're, so one of the things that we're quite good at is we're not going to tell you exactly the club you should use because, you know, we don't know if that will be into the wind or downwind. But what we're going to say is you want to try and get it into this area. And, hey, that area is... 200 to 220 yards and in you know especially of course like st andrews one day that could be a four iron the other day it could be a driver gotcha so we're going to give you zones to head into you know awareness of certain areas that hey you want to miss this green short if anything hey you want to miss this green to the right so you can start to adjust how you're going to play the golf course and where you're going to hit the ball thinking i'm going to leave myself in the right spot for my next shot Right, so the, you you need to be a golfer that knows something about your own game. <laughs> There's the... yeah, well, yeah. I mean that that's what ShotScope's going to help you with um, your own game. You know that that's what we're very good at, and um, we're starting to be able to take your data that you've accrued and show you know learn about you and show you how when you go play a different golf course how how that can impact your game. Right on. So yeah, yeah. So you use ShotScope so that you can improve your game. Uh, and play smarter. Like earlier at Marion, uh, excuse me, at Muirfield, there was um, a young golfer who was in a bunker and her caddy kind of pulled her back and said, "Going, trying to go straight up over this is, you know, like very, very dangerous. <laughs> the chances of this succeeding are not that good. Why don't you, you know, go a little bit more sideways out of this particular bunker and that way... You're you're limiting the bad, um, limiting it, not taking it all away. Of course, you're in this bunker, and she did quite well following that advice. So this this is the kind of thing that might be able to help you. Yeah, exactly. And and at the end of the day, you know, if you shoot eighty on a golf course, you've made eighty decisions. 
you've decided in every shot, where am I going to aim? What club am I going to hit? And what we are able to do through data is try to say, hey, you know what? You might want to just hit the middle of this green. Don't, don't, don't try and chase the flag. Hit the middle of the green. You might hold a putt, but two putt, move on. This is a hard hole for every golfer that plays. You make a par here, you're ahead of the game. Move to the next hole. So we're able to, we're able to give insights like that, which at the end of the day, all those little fractions of making better decisions can add up to a much lower score. Right. Exactly. Uh, you give good advice. <laughs> we try to. Yes, for someone <laughs> who's to. You're, for someone who's standing there going, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do right now. This is a completely different golf course than I expect. It doesn't look anything like on television. Funny how that is, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And and to be honest, we we have a we have a real benefit of people who play their home course and may just be in friends of what they do. You know, they, they, I just pull driver because I've always pulled driver. Right. And you go, okay, well, actually, on this tee, you don't want to hit driver because you bring this bunker into play. And if you hit it in that bunker, it's going to cost you 1.4 shots. Let's hit three woods. And so we, you know, we can have an effect on every time you go and play on the golf course. And at the end of the day, you know, we know that if golfers shoot a little bit less than what they think they should, it adds to the enjoyment of the game. And that's the key. It's just about adding to that enjoyment. So you have two. You have the rangefinder and you have the watch. For some, yes. For someone who's yep. just starting off with something like this, what would you recommend? Um, to be honest, the watch is the simplest mechanism for GPS and also for performance tracking. By far the simplest method. Um but what we have found in North America particularly, that a lot of the time a golfer hasn't really got experience of playing golf with something on their wrist. So for anybody that's unsure about wearing something on their wrist, then the laser and the handheld comes into its own. Yeah. But for, for me, once, I mean, the watch weighs 40 grams, it's nothing. All we hear every day is, I had three swings. I forgot I was even wearing something. The watch is by far the easiest. Excellent. Yeah, and, and you don't have to stop and hold it. And, you know, it's just it's just doing all the GPS for you. Uh, oh, it, it, yes. It's so simple. Okay. How does it know from your wrist to the flag what it's looking for? How does, how does that work? <laughs> that is a loaded question. How long do you have? <laughs> um, so, so we we map all our own golf courses, and so we have every course in the world mapped, and we're constantly updating. Um, so that so the the watch knows where you are, knows the locations of the holes, it knows the angles to get the exact front as you look to the middle of every green, um, and then. For performance tracking, you put small tags in the top of your grips. And when you stand over the ball at the address, the watch has an antenna in its strap and it's able to communicate with the tag while you swing to understand, hey, you're hitting a seven iron here. This isn't a practice swing. This is a real shot. And it captures all that information. Wow. 
<laughs> um, yeah, and that, that is the very simplistic way of explaining it. Well, if you got any more technical, we'd probably be going, huh? <laughs> um, how did you get into this? Um, so, I, as you read out, I was a, a elite amateur golfer. I played professionally for uh, four and a half years. I um, got to a point where I was kind of making what I spent as a professional golfer, which is not a good place to be. And um, I actually came across the U.S. to go to Babson College in Boston on an executive management course to get to, to effectively scale up and get away from golf. Oh. And while I was there, there was a couple of other Scots, and one of them's wife had met David, our founder, um, who was banding around this golf idea. And, he, and next thing you know, I had a sort of Skype call with him, and I'm going, oh, I really don't want to be involved in golf anymore. I want to go and do something different. <laughs> and But I, I just thought it was a good opportunity, and that, that was seven years ago. Um, at that time... I, I went back to Scotland and the company was three people. Now now we're 26. Um, and yeah, it's, it's been a fascinating story and enjoyable to be involved in something that's, you know, started with a piece of paper, uh-huh. an idea. Uh-huh. And, you know, we've captured over 190 million shots around the world. And we, we go up to golf courses and I, I travel to the U.S., every month nearly and I can be standing in a golf course watching somebody playing with our product uh, and it's just unbelievable to see that's amazing that's wonderful so all of the shot scope products are available at Dick's Sporting Goods Golf Galaxy the PGA Superstores Golf Specialty Stores online as well at shotscope.com um, and you can of course follow shot scope uh, Shot Scope on Shot Scope. That's it. At Shot Scope on Twitter or on Facebook as well. Shot Scope. I think, are, are you on Instagram too now? We are. We are. So, I mean, um, you can pick up all our social handles on shotscope.com. There you go. And again, for listeners who are thinking it's interesting, we produce a lot of, lot of content about the data that we see. We have huge amounts of it. And so, you know, you can hop on our website and have a look at different ideas and it gets you thinking a little bit differently about your golf game. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Gavin Deere, Chief Commercial Officer, Shot Scope Technologies. A real pleasure talking with you. We'll have to talk again. Absolutely. Appreciate your time. Thank have you. Have a great day. You too. Aloha. We're going to come back and take you indoors. Yes, uh, Daniel Garvin is principal partner, Indoor Birdie Hawaii, the exclusive golf zone authorized dealer here. After this, my name is Danielle Tucker. This is the Golf Club. Stay tuned. We'll be hitting the greens with Danielle Tucker when we return to the Golf Club. Aloha Power Equipment has moved from Sand Island to Lay. Their new superstore is open at 500 Alakava, located across from Home Depot's Lay parking structure. 
Honda, Maruyama, Shindaiwa, Echo, Milwaukee, Steel, Riding Mowers, Robotic Mowers, Chainsaws, Weed Whackers, Generators, Blowers, they've got it all. Waipahu and now EV Lay. We put power at your fingertips. Aloha Power Equipment. K-O-R-L. Why and I Honolulu. What's the best way to tune up your golf game? The Golf Zone Golf Simulator. Every day, anytime. Recreational play with friends or fine-tuning your game. Now available in Hawaii for hotels, resorts, indoor golf lounges, or even your home. Over 200 golf courses from St. Andrews to Pebble Beach. Full rounds, irons, short game, putting. The Golf Zone Golf Simulator has been rated Golf Digest Editor's Choice five years running. Call Dan Garvin at 808-635-3989 or email Dan at IndoorBirdieHawaii at gmail.com. Golf Zone, the world's best-selling simulators. I'm Paul Morikawa, 2020 PGA Champion. In every golf journey, some goals can feel like an uphill climb, even intimidating, especially if you're on your own. But in the game of golf, helping hands are all around us. Whether you dream of a championship or you're just trying to make golf your thing, PGA coaches have industry-leading knowledge, guidance, and support to help you take the next step. Just like my PGA coach, Rick Sessinghouse, has always done for me. Wherever your golf journey is headed, a PGA coach can get you there. Find your PGA coach at pga.com coach. You want a new home, but what do you need first? Call Cross Country Mortgage. Great customer service. They're your personal mortgage lender. Getting pre-approved is the key to being prepared to get the home you want. Cross Country offers a wide range of loans. Our Hawaii-savvy real estate lenders help your loan go smoothly. Call Derek at 808-445-4038. Experience mortgage made easy. Cross Country Mortgage, 808-445-4038. Got my new book, Three Tips to Play Better Golf. Practice, practice, practice. Now, back to Danielle Tucker. Danielle Garvin, Principal Partner, Indoor Birdie Hawaii LLC, Exclusive Golf Zone, Authorized Dealer Hawaii. Golf Zone has been awarded the Golf Digest Editor's Editor's Choice Award for Best Simulator for five years, 2017 to 2021. Welcome into the clubhouse, Dan. Mahalo, Danielle. Thank you for having us. We're excited to be here. Absolutely. I'm excited to have you. I've got a, um, a beautiful kind of photo of your product, this simulator. Boy, this looks nice inside this home. <laughs> yeah, they, they're beautiful, Danielle. And just a, a quick overview. Um, thanks again so much. Um, as many in the golf community know, and even outside the golf community, the golf simulator market has not only grown exponentially, but is, you know, exploding. And you're starting to see locations that are dedicated strictly to golf simulators, and you're starting to see them incorporated into hotels, condominium developments, um, and, and, and other options. So we're very excited to be really well positioned in this oncoming market and as we get into further um, there's some really great features to the golf zone systems that we're excited to share okay and you know one of the things that i was looking for people who talked about having a golf zone um one gentleman uh, jeff mcintyre a customer out of houston said golf zone is comparable to a golf course 
hitting from the golf zone multi-surface mat feels almost the same as hitting out of real sand and the way the ball reacts is spot on. How do you do that? It is, and it, that's really one of the first features that we'll touch on, um, which is which is one in a myriad of many that separate us from from other simulators on the market is our multi-surface hitting area. So, of course, we have the traditional flat um, fairway mat, but in addition to that, we've added a primary cut of rough, and we've also added a deep rough. In addition to that, with working with an advanced microfiber, we've created fairway bunkers, which the ball sits a little higher. Wow. And green side bunkers, where the ball actually will settle down, and you'll have to take a full open face swing just like you would in real life. So, and that's all preceded, if I may, when you hit the ball into our screens, which are beautiful, high definition screens, 204 courses around the world. You don't have to chase your ball. Your ball actually comes back to you on a ramp and will automatically tee up for you. And if you're hitting a driver, it will be at a specified tee height. And if you're hitting off another surface, it will identify which surface you'll be hitting on. <laughs> this is not your dad's simulator. <laughs> no, this is, this is um, yeah, we've won those awards for a reason. And it really gives you the most realistic sense of hitting surfaces because, you know, um, when you hit a golf ball in real life, we're not always in the middle of the fairway. So um, it's, you know, to have the advantage of these additional hitting surfaces is really, um, you know, unmatched in the industry. Absolutely. Um, here's another one from Chad Cesar's long drive champion. When preparing for long drive competitions, I'm a big fan of being able to see my numbers and not focus so much on the flight of the ball, but see what it's doing and how it's reacting, looking at spin head speed, launch angle, azimuth, stats like that are really important to me. So you get all that too? Exactly. We use an additional, we use two high-speed cameras instead of infrared. And what we found is that we are able to catch the ball off of the club face as accurately as, if not more than any other simulator in the industry. And you're right, the back-end data, and that's why it's being used by Soon Jaim, Matt Wolf, the Spanish national team. These are all being used now for training because the back-end data, not only is it shareable via Internet, and we'll get into that a little later, so you can play one of these machines in Japan and send your data to your pro in Hawaii, and he'll tell you what's wrong with your 8-iron. But you can actually have ball speed, as you mentioned, launch, video of the impact zone, the azimuth, the diversion from the target data, the club head through the impact zone, how big and small the divot is, and where it happened on the turf. Wow. So we do offer a very detailed view of the swing arc and all the details that come with that. So you could, you could put this in a sports bar, in a home, in an academy, a driving range, uh, exactly. anywhere. You're right. Yeah, we, we fit every category. We're there from the homeowner who wants to put in a premium entertainment practice simulator in his home. Uh, we're there for developers who are finding that these are becoming more and more popular in the industry, uh, taking up a little bit of the gym space, not much, but to offer this as an amenity, as are the hotels. And, of course, golf courses. Uh, we've had great reception from a lot of the pros here in Hawaii, as well as a lot of the well-established courses that are really recognizing this as a, 
a great tool for them to not only use as a, a training mechanism, but as you mentioned, a uh, revenue driver, uh, especially if it's tied in uh, with food and beverage. So yeah. uh, we're excited. We are being very well received so far. Sports bar and lounge. Yes. So how do we get in touch <laughs> yeah. with you? Sure, sure. And if I may, there's one or two more features I'd like to touch real quick, but you can reach me at indoorbirdiehawaii at gmail.com. Or you can also uh, call me at 808-635-3989. The first system in Hawaii will be installed on Kauai within 45 days. Um, it's going to be at um, Kauai Island Brewery. We have a beautiful upstairs showroom facility, and then that will be the first one in Hawaii. And we'll have some media um, releases um, relaunching that. But the best feature, Danielle, if I may, is I didn't even get into our moving floors. Oh, right? well, so we you, have a. You're not. This yeah. isn't the only time you'll be on the show. <laughs> oh, okay, great. great. Well, we have a dual. We have a dual plate moving floor system, which will actually move. If you have an uphill lie with a downhill stance, these plates will move on every single shot to match the terrain on the course, and that's a huge separator from us. So we're very excited about that. Say that again. So it knows what course you're playing, A. It knows where your ball has landed on the course, and it knows what the terrain is like. Yes, and the two plates will move independently to match whatever (laughs) the terrain is, whether it be on grass or sand, and it will do that on every shot on every course. So when it's 89 degrees outside, there's no wind, and it's roasting your skin, (laughs) you should really have a golf zone to go to. Yeah, and you can even turn up the wind in one of the settings and uh, turn up the wind. And and it's also interface connectable. So if you have three machines next to each other, you can play 18 people in live time, or you can play anyone around the world. We have over 3 million subscribers. Wow. This is really, really cool, Dan. And as I said, you're going to come back because we want to share you in different time zones during the show. <laughs> well, thanks so much. And I appreciate you uh, letting us, uh, giving us the opportunity and your platform to share. We are excited and available now in Hawaii. That's awesome. And I look forward to talking. And that's 808-635-3989. 808-635-3989. Eight nine, and his name is Dan. Simple. Just give him a call. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much for uh, the time, Danielle, and uh, look forward to talking to you some more. Excellent. Aloha. Coming back, we're going to go back to Scotland. Big day in Scotland. So much going on. My name is Danielle Tucker. This is the Golf Club. The Golf Club tip number 72. Don't throw your club over the fence. It slows down play. We'll be right back with Danielle Tucker in a few moments. Got a disaster in your business, high-rise, or home? Call MD Restoration, 24-7 Emergency and Disaster Restoration Service. We are totally, totally COVID compliant. Compliant. Floods, dirty water cleanup, fire damage repair, mold remediation, smoke damage, asbestos abatement, carpet and upholstery cleaning. Call 528-3434. We're also a licensed general contractor. Insurance company experts. Need help now? MD Restoration takes the stress out of your disaster. Get MD cleaned now. Now. Call 528-3434. 
So, how have your investments done lately? Well, my house has certainly appreciated a lot in the last few years. How do you invest in that? I put a new Rainer garage door on last year, made it beautiful, and I know I'll get my money when I sell my home. According to all reports, garage doors rank as one of the best improvements for both selling your home faster and getting back your entire investment. What about cost today? Rainer doors have never been a better investment. My door is quieter, stronger, safer, and it transformed the look of my house. Better yet, I added value to my home at the same time and with inflation the way it is. I know everything will be a lot more expensive next year. So now was the perfect time to buy a Rainer door. Call Rainer now for your stunning new door. Visit hawaiidoor.com or call 808-732-8860. That's hawaiidoor.com. 808-732-8860. PGA Junior League is a fun team golf experience for kids that the entire family can enjoy. Boys and girls learn the game from PJ and LPGA professionals and have a great time with friends. Find your team and get ready for a fun and exciting PGA Junior League season. I want to see you out playing in your jersey and having fun. Visit PGAJuniorLeague.com. You can buy new equipment and practice your swing, but peace of mind is the best way to improve your game. Our mission at SIPAC is to safeguard organizations from cyber attacks and business disruption. We are an elite group of cybersecurity specialists providing the deepest level of cyber protection anywhere in Hawaii. As local residents with businesses and families, we are fully invested in protecting Hawaii's livelihoods and assets. With the serenity that comes from having SIPAC watching your network and infrastructure, you can completely focus on your next swing. Call 808-861-9595 or on the web at SIPAC.com. That's C-Y-P-A-C.com. Yeah, yeah, a mongoose stole my ball. What's the rule on that? Let's get back into the clubhouse with Danielle Tucker. Christina Lance, Director of Communications, LPGA, and she's at the AIG Women's Open in Scotland at Muirfield. Welcome into the clubhouse, Christina. Hi, Danielle. Thanks for having me. I'm guessing it's a little warmer where you are than where I am right now. Uh, yeah, you know, it's it was 78 when I was coming to work this morning. Um, how cold is it? Uh, we're honestly, air temp is about 65 Fahrenheit right now, but we've got wind gusts uh, blowing up to 35 out there. Ooh. So it definitely doesn't feel 65. Need a lot of layers right now. Hey, I, that's why everybody looks so incredibly bundled up. Um, it, it, was it Jessica who uh, didn't had to borrow pants? Yeah, Jessica's luggage, Jessica Corda's luggage, unfortunately, did not make it out of the Zurich airport with her. Last I heard, it was uh, still there. So she's borrowed multiple pairs of rain pants from multiple people. Thankfully, one of her uh, her clothing sponsors was able to get her some clothes quickly. But she's still playing with her a pink Muirfield hat on. And uh, I think uh, making her way around the course, not in her own clothes, but doing well enough. Oh, yeah. Oh, she looked like she was in fine spirits. Um, somebody said something about how she didn't have a great round yesterday and she didn't bother to talk to the media, refused to, and she should have. Is, is, that, uh, is that harsh? It seems harsh. 
I mean, it's, it's difficult. Certainly, uh, I think our, our athletes are always in a position where we want to hear from them after the round. But uh, I believe you, you and I don't necessarily have to go out and talk to people after we have not the best day. Right. Uh, just thank, thanks for the patience. I know our players are great, and hopefully uh, more times than not, they're willing to speak, and, and we all have our, our off days. It was a, a frustrating day for a lot of people yesterday, and I know she wasn't the only one who uh, probably just wanted to go right back in and warm her feet up. <laughs> yes, and was the wind blowing yesterday at uh, 30 miles an hour? It wasn't quite as bad yesterday, but it was definitely just chillier overall. And it, it doesn't matter uh, how many layers you have on. It's uh, as everything we hear from the athletes is that walking around the 18 holes, and particularly here at Muirfield, where they're making it such a big deal that it seems like no two holes in a row have the wind coming from the same direction. And it's such a, a mental game out here as much as it's a physical game. At the end of 18 holes, I think a lot of people are are just fried and need a break. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a, that. no one's brought that up that I've heard. So the, each each hole, you you feel like you've, you've got to readjust to the wind direction? Correct. That's what we're hearing from a lot of the players. Now, granted, everyone has said um, that the course is, is incredibly fair, which considering the course was built in the late 1800s and has never seen the modern women's game is incredible, but it's still... Um, there's a reason it's such a vaunted test why it still is. I think what, I, what we've been told is about every three holes you change directions and the, the wind's coming from a different way and sometimes it's right in your face and sometimes it's behind you and sometimes it's crosswind and uh, it's wow. certainly a love-hate relationship for a lot of players with Lynx Golf, but uh, we've got a lot of players out there who are absolutely loving it and love that mental challenge we don't necessarily get home in the States. Yeah, no, and and I'm I can't remember which player said it, but she said it's a fair, it's a fair challenge. It's a fair course, and given we got that from a lot of people yesterday. Exactly, Marina, Alex, Minji Lee, Lydia Ko, and they were talking about how it's it'll be fully bunkered up one side, but it's just rough up the other. So the the you still need to have a good shot, and bad shots are going to be penalized. But if you put it in a decent position, as long as the golf course, keep in mind that the golf course is right out in front of you, um, it's a very, very fair but tough test. Yeah, and when you look at the terrain, I, I can just imagine the wind just has its way with you because there's, it's not like there's some trees or something to break it. It's just coming right across the, what is it called? Uh, not the heath. The first of... The, the Firth of Forth is the, the body of water that we're on, um, separating the two different coasts of Scotland. Um, and actually, the golf course is not right on the water. From most holes on the golf course, you can see the water. Um, but we're probably a good quarter to a half mile inland, depending where you are on the course. But it just it just affects it. And, and where we are, the the wind whips from all directions. I'm, I'm watching some of our next-to-last group play 18 right now. I'm, in front of me, and the uh, the flags are just standing out stiff, blowing. I believe uh, I'm not even going to go with the direction because I'll be completely wrong. <laughs> but it's it's certainly a a tough test out there. Yeah, and Ashley Buhai is acting like it's you know it's a spring day and it's lovely, and she's 15 under. She is. She's amazing. She just holed out from a bunker on uh, on 17 uh, to 
to, to get to 15. She's currently got a six-stroke six lead over Hanako Shibuno, which is tied right now for the uh, the largest 54-hole lead in championship history. We'll see if she can she can hold that. I believe she's going to have looking like she's got a, a testy par here coming up on 18. Um, 18 has kind of been a struggle for her this week. She was bogey-free yesterday as well until she um, bogeyed the final hole. But I mean, she's for as much as she pulled it out today, we could see someone else pull it out tomorrow. So while it's a big lead, it's as we all know, it yes. golf. It's it's never over till it's over. <laughs> right. No kidding. And um, in V Park, it's great to see her putting again. Absolutely, the queen is back. Uh, she uh, she admitted yesterday in a press conference that her her iron play and that that part of her game has been strong this year. But her her putter, which we all know is normally the best part of her game, and she's arguably the best putter, male or female, to play the game. Her putting just hasn't been up to her normal standards. I know she's had some struggles today as well. She's uh, looking she's playing alongside Ashley. Envy's uh, at minus seven overall. Ashley at minus fifteen. But it's great to see Envy come back. Uh, she's she's thirty three. She's not thinking retirement. That she lets us know openly. Um, but she did admit that a, a good finish here might be a good way to to start a career wrap up. I, uh, she she sees the writing on the wall. And I'm watching the putt here. Unfortunately, Ashley just left it short and is going to bogey eighteen. Uh, just dropped in, so she's going to finish at minus 14 overall. But a, a third-round 64 in this wind is spectacular. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, um, 64. You shot a 65 yesterday, a 70 to start yeah. it off. Truly, uh, really, really something. Kind of like um, seeing how the sponsors are stepping up with prize money um, going from 6.8 million uh, to 7.3, uh, how much is on the line here? Yeah, you're right. 7.3 million overall prize fund for the week. The winner will be playing for just shy of 1.1 million dollars. Uh, certainly, one of the, the biggest paychecks on tour. We played for a million dollar winners cut two weeks ago at the Evian. We were. Well over that at the U.S. Women's Open season-ending event, the CME Group Championship will have a $2 million winner's check. Prize funds are going up. LPGA, I believe, uh, we're at about $95.5 million for the 2022 season, which is just spectacular. We're so thankful for partners like AIG and ProMedica and Amundi and Evian, uh, raising KPMG, raising the purses at our majors. We're starting to see purses go up across the board, even at our non-major championships, player experiences are getting elevated. And the players really do see it and are so thankful as well. Um, we, we understand uh, the difficulties of being in the women's game, what separates us from the men's game. But to see, to see these companies stepping up and, and support our players is, is truly tremendous. It is. It is. And it, the purses are going up in on all the different tournaments, and it's great to see this. It's uh, it's time. And uh, our earlier guest uh, said uh, after talking, after Colin Montgomery got involved and seeing how incredibly good the women are, uh, you know, putting. He was just blown away by how good the LPGA is. Christina Lance, director of communications, LPGA. Thank you for taking the time to be on the show with me. Oh, my pleasure, Danielle. Thanks for the support as always. Thank you.
going to thank the people for supporting this show, for making it absolutely possible. Because without, for instance, SIPAC for cybersecurity for your company or your organization, SIPAC, an elite group of cyber specialists providing the deepest level of protection anywhere in Hawaii. It's 808-861-9595. Online at SIPAC.com. C-Y-P-A-C.com. We're honored to have the support of the Aloha Section PGA. The best way to get good at this game is to learn from a PGA. And it takes a lot of time and love of the game and love of teaching to become a PGA. Uh, you know, just get in touch with your golf course. And thank you for the PGA of Hawaii, Aloha Section PGA, for making uh, being a big part of Maui Open being back. It's awesome. Rainer Garage Doors, beautiful look, maximum security, quiet, safe, and adding value to your home. It's the perfect time to buy now. See the latest garage door designs, hawaiidoor.com, hawaiidoor.com. Call 676-3667. MD Restoration, flood, fire disasters, you need you need help. MD Restoration is on it. Anytime day or night, right away. They're licensed contractors. So they can do the mitigation and the restoration. That's right. They'll do the cleanup and then they can do the repair. Their number is 528-3434. Call Derek Cross Country Mortgage. Great customer service. They're your personal mortgage lender. We make sure our buyers are educated about what's going on when buying a home every step of the way. His name is Derek. Once you get in touch with Derek, he'll be with you every step of the way. 445-4038. And Aloha Power Equipment's mega store and their store in Waipahu, the mega store next door to the Costco gas station. Everything you need. Yes, riding mowers, robotic mowers, you name it. They've got it. That's Aloha Power Equipment. Put power at your fingertips. Aloha Power Equipment does. I'm Danielle Tucker. Thanks for your mana. Aloha. You've been listening to the award-winning Golf Club Radio Show with Danielle Tucker on the Golf Club Network statewide. Tune in next week and we'll tee it up together only on the Golf Club. Copyright 2022.